On today's show, we are going to dive into some shocking and fun statistics about New Year's resolutions. Did you make some promises to yourself before that ball dropped? Let's find out how you can keep on track in 2024 right after this. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And Joe, of course, been helping folks for more than 20 years, independent, fiduciary, all of that and more. And, uh, you know, as they say, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Steve. We're uh, we're rounding in a second. You know, our first real week back in the new year, yep. and uh, it feels like you just plunge right in. So ready so, to go. So how long can you say Happy New Year? Um, that's you know the question. Think, probably for this this month. I think okay, that's well, acceptable. What about so, you? Well, I, I I'm going to turn to Larry David from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Here you go. Happy New Year. <sighs> it's a little late, frankly, for the Happy New Year's. You know. Why? Just happened a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, that's too long. Uh, statute of limitations is kind of run out on the new year. Three days. Plenty. Three days. Three days. <laughs> yeah, it, it, gets a, it gets a little stale, Steve, especially if you did make those New Year's resolutions and maybe they're not all clicking yet. You know, sometimes maybe not a happy new year. Let's get let's get this going and make it a happy new year. 2024, I think, is going to be a great year, guys. I'm excited and I know Steve's excited. So let's talk a little bit about resolutions, especially on the financial side, Steve. Sure. Well, it seems that, uh, you know, you look at statistics uh, and there was an Allianz survey, 48 percent of Americans say say set financial resolutions, which, I mean, again, I thought it was always about losing weight and exercising more and all of that, but it's not. It, apparently, we're concerned about money, and we want to we want to make sure we have enough. Well, I think what, you know what's important to you when when you look back. You know, why do we make resolutions? You know, why as human beings? Why do we want to improve? We want to move forward. You know, New Year's is a time of reflection, at least for me. You mm-hmm. know, when you get to that new year, you know, the celebration and everything is fantastic. But I think it's almost a pause time where you look back at that year and you say, you know what? Where did I go off the rails? What can I improve on? And, and really understand those things first before you set any type of New Year's resolution. You have to know, Steve, and I say this ad nauseum on this show, you have to know the why. So whatever the New Year's resolution is, financial, health, lifestyle, whatever you decide, make sure you really dial in to why you want to make those changes and how those changes will impact you now and in the future. I think so many people fail on those New Year's resolutions. I don't know the latest statistics, but I bet it's probably 80% are probably gonzo, you know, after the first six months, because sometimes as people, we think big, you know, you want a big sweep change, but human beings psychologically are not programmed for big sweeping changes. Remember I always say, Steve, little things add up to big things. And when it comes to New Year's resolutions, financials, lifestyle, whatever it is, you understand the why and you set yourself a plan to succeed. And if you can remember those two things, you might have some success making those changes and getting to where you want to be. Sure. And and again, making sure, you know, you said six months at the resolution. Now I'm thinking by Valentine's Day, pff, they're toast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I usually have a weight loss one that, that usually is toast about six months. Um, I've been working out, I think a couple shows ago, I said I went on an eating frenzy over the holidays. And it, right. it's kind of not fair. Because, you know, in our firm, you know, I I work with mostly ladies here. We have chocolates, those lint chocolate truffle things, Steve. So good. Bowls of them all over. And it took me probably a good year not to every time I walk by, plop one in my mouth. Yes. Um, (laughs) I understand. You know, it's the temptation. Food Food is a joy for me. You know, I'm not a drinker. I don't do drugs. Food is my thing. And, you know, when when it gets a little bit too much during the holidays, then you have to make that resolution. And for me, you know, like a lot of people, it's trying to lose a little bit of weight. So why do I want to do that? You know, is it is it personally? Do I want to feel better? Do I want to be more healthy? You know, why do I want to do that? I want to establish the why. It will help me keep on track with that goal. So now I'm on two days in a row of using the elliptical. I'm going to try and make it a trifecta. And I think if I can get for the first two weeks, Steve, I'll be back on track and then being able to eat everything in sight is my main goal to get this New Year's resolution <laughs> I successful. respect that. <laughs> I certainly respect that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as 
we as we talk about the resolutions, and uh, so to me, it's more important to uh, with a resolution. It's one thing to think about it, but it's altogether something else to write it down and commit to it. It really helps, and it really makes a difference. It does. You know, Steve, we were talking about you know just regular goals, not even New Year's resolutions, but regular mm-hmm. goals. And one of the little tricks that I use is when I'm looking at life goals or what I want to accomplish short term, whether it's a year, five years down the road. I write those on a piece of paper and I make them real to myself. You know, whatever those goals are, I usually have two or three going at once. And I, and I put that piece of paper by my night table, by my bed. And every night before I go to bed, I read those and I read them aloud to myself. And then every morning I wake up, I read those goals. I firmly cement those ideas in my subconscious and believe it or not, it works. And, and I've challenged some of our listeners, try it. Tell me how it works for you. You know, you, what you focus on in life expands. And wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, having that cemented in your brain will help you accomplish it. And understanding the why is the cherry on top to get you to and through that goal, rock it and get on to another one. All right. So uh, let's talk about uh, some general financial sure. goals or financial resolutions that we can do. We all, we all want to save more, but we need to assign a number to that, don't we? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, that's so general, you know, save more. What does that really mean? You know, right. save more for retirement, save more in your emergency. You need that detail. You need to understand, you know, really break it down. Is it saving for retirement? Is it establishing that emergency fund? Is it saving to pay down debt? What are you actually saving for? We need to understand and break that down a little bit more to help us say, you know what, I need to save more for my retirement income, or I need to save more for that credit card debt. That will help you really zero in and understand that the dollars that you are saving have a purpose, and it will help you accomplish that goal. So more details on just save more. All right. And and again, well, that also comes down to we got to have a budget. We don't like the word, but we got to have one. No, no one likes the budget. It's a it's a pain in the butt. And we've talked, you know, about different yeah. simplified budget systems, but it does really help. You got to know your cash flow. You got to know what your life costs you. You have to understand what you have coming in. You know, doing a simplified budget, whether using that Elizabeth Warren percentage breakdown or a full-fledged, you know, budgetary software where every penny is accounted for, however you do it, it's a step. But budgeting is critical, especially if you're running tight. And in this day and age with prices the way they are, a lot of people are finding themselves in that situation where things might be a little bit tight with cash flow. A budget will really help you dial in and see where can I save? Is it possible for me to save? You know, what what am I looking at accomplishing? That's breaking it down, understanding what you can and can't accomplish, then executing that plan so you can get it done. But the budget, Steve, tough to do, but once you get familiarized with it, it will really be a sidecar to a successful saving and spending plan for the rest of your life. And if that budget involves getting yourself out of debt, when you once you've accomplished that goal, I mean, then you know, you've got more money. You you do. You're not, you, you know, you freed up some some extra money that you can now start plowing away. We want to attack debt first. I think this is a fantastic yep. New Year's resolution. This is one for anyone with credit card debt, student loan debt, medical debt, any type of high interest debt. You know, this is an opportunity to make a real financial resolution. How can you attack this debt in 2024? That's the fun part, you know, really analyzing it. A lot of people look at that debt and they're like, I don't even want to look at it. I can't even look at it. I can't even touch it. Don't do that. Look at it. You know, embrace the debt. What is the debt for? What did it accomplish for you? How can we get this down? Understanding your budget to free up excess cash and then slamming that debt down, number one, before any type of retirement contributions, before anything, you need to get that double-digit interest rate debt gone in 2024. And, and again, as we do that, we are going to be able to contribute more to our retirement. But before we even begin that, we need to build that emergency fund that you just talked about. Yeah. I mean, not not having that look, especially for our investors out there. We all know, you know, if something comes tight and you're all in in the market and you're trading and you got everything tied up, to be forced to sell something before you're ready or before maybe it's underwater, maybe it took a little bit of dip and you're forced to sell to create cash. That's not a situation that you want to be in. That emergency fund, Steve, is critical because that can help insulate you from 
life's what ifs, oops, you know, this just happened. What do I do? Where do I go to? Having that emergency account accessible, but earning interest at least with the inflation rate so you're not losing that emergency fund to purchasing power risk, that is the key. But having that, number two, right after paying off debt. And again, once we get through New Year's, then we start looking on the horizon. What's coming up next? Oh, it's April 15th, tax day. <laughs> we got we to gotta have a plan for taxes, and it's so critical in retirement. Well, yeah, and you remember that April 15th or April 18th, that tax day is basically your time to report all the numbers. You know, that's that's what you're doing. The year before was your time to plan and create efficiency from a tax perspective. But again, you got to dial into this stuff so you don't get a huge surprise. You know, when was the last time for all our workers out there that you did a W-4 review? Get a recent raise, and then all of a sudden that next year you're paying excess state taxes? This is an opportunity to really dial in. And I challenge any of our workers out there, get that W-4 review done. Make sure you have adequate withholdings from your paycheck so you don't get that big surprise. That's a nice, easy tax efficiency step that everyone that can take and will help you in the long run create more tax efficiency for your situation. I hadn't even thought about that, Joe, the, the W-4. I mean, you, you see that once when you when you start work and then you never think about it again. Well, our clients do because it's one of the first things that we want to take a look at, especially right. if there's a, a, a non-zero return on the, on the taxes. You know, if you're owing money, um, especially, like I said, real easy. You know, you had a raise, you're probably going to have to get more taxes done. If you need help with a W-4 review or how, you know, how to do it, how to approach it, give us a call. We'll absolutely help you with that. We want more tax efficiency. We pay enough to Uncle Sam. There's absolutely zero reason to get robbed at the end of the year by the big guy in the big hat just looking to collect your money. Folks, if that sounds like something you'd like to do, now's the time to give Joe a call. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And one of my famous sayings is if you want something you've never had, you got to do some things you've never done. And that starts with a phone call to this fiduciary financial advisor that is in your ear right now. For the next 10 callers, we are going to have a conversation, that starting point, that jumping off. There is no obligation. There is no risk. What are your burning questions? What's bothering you financially? What are your goals? What are your New Year's resolutions in 2024? Let's talk about it. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. Sounds great, Joe. 800-930-5905. That is the number. That's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances at no cost, no obligation, just like Joe just said. Find out how much risk you're taking. What about red flags that might be a problem down the line? Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Well, let Joe take a deep dive and find out for you. How about potential tax liabilities? Oh, that's important in retirement, of course. And a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. Take advantage of this complimentary review by calling us right now, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. We are going to take a quick break. We're right back, though, with lots more on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. When we come back, how to set and meet your financial resolutions in the year ahead right after this. we're back. It's Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm Steve Siddall. And uh, this is an opportunity to really, I mean, we're talking New Year's resolutions, kicking off the new year on the, on the right foot and, and getting folks excited about saving and getting folks excited about retirement because, well, because that's what we are. We want to get excited about retirement, don't we? I think you have to. You know, any any new chapter, any new phase comes with excitement, comes with fear. You just don't want to let the fear overtake that excitement or dictate your choices. That's why planning is so critical, Steve. And that's why, you know, setting goals, you know, making sure that you are staying in tune with what you want to accomplish in this year will really help get you there. But, you know, avoiding it or saying, no, no, I'm not dealing with it. That's the way to continue the status quo. That's the way to keep those, those tires in the mud spinning 
winning, but if you really want to attack, you have to embrace a little bit of change. And that change can be very scary. And that's what we're here to do is walk our clients, our listeners, um, you know, our communities through these challenging phases where change is at the forefront. You know, I am a person that likes change. I love to be thrown in different situations and figure out a way to adapt. That gets me excited, but change can also have the other effect. It can create fear, it can create inaction, or it can create panic. Um, especially, like I said, market volatility is a perfect example. Um, you're doing this by yourself, market drops 30%. You're sitting there with that stomach going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I have my future income depending on this. What am I going to do? Can <laughs> yes. cause you to create a worse situation by pushing that panic button. Again, this is where communication with the right type of advisor can help you create that confidence to get you where you want to be. So if you're sitting with clients and, and someone says, hey, I, I, I need help with a New Year's resolution or I want to be able to get myself on track, what kinds of things do you recommend? Well, I think number one, we we want to know what those things are and why. You know, I, I sure, want to understand, the yeah, the why. And and I think a lot of advisors gloss that over. We want to know that. I want to understand what you're trying to accomplish and why, because it doesn't make much sense for you and me to say, yeah, we're going to do this. This makes sense, but why? What is it going to do for you? I think a lot of people stay on track when you do understand the why. When you get, you know, you see that prize at the end of the road, and you're like, you know what, I'm going after. That So now you're not creating fear, you're creating excitement and you're creating drive. And when you're driven, again, what you focus on expands. This is an incredible opportunity, a fresh new chapter, whatever phase of life you're getting into, rock and roll and make sure that you understand the game board, the pieces, the rules, and how you can take advantage of those for your situation. And again, every situation is different, of course, but uh, when it comes to our 401k, if we've got one, we haven't thought about it in a long while, what can we do? Can we uh, just increase it a little bit, maybe move things around? Oh, yeah. You look, you know, we have a, you have an opportunity to sock retirement away every single year. How much are you socking away? I think, again, that depends on your personal situation. Um, we're dealing with mostly pre-tax on the 401k. A lot of 401ks are starting to add the Roth element, but most of these people are sa are saving in, in, in their retirement accounts in these pre-tax accounts, which a lot of people don't understand the future tax obligations of these 401k plans. So, yes, you know, I am not one to advise my clients to turn their nose up at free money. So, you know, if you're contributing 2% and the match is at three, you know, that's like walking down the street and ignoring, you know, the $100 bills that are, that are sitting on the right. sidewalk. You don't want to do that. You want to take advantage. But again, what is the benefit for you? You know, is putting all this money in pre-tax make sense for your situation? Is it tax efficient or would you be better served using after-tax contributions into your Roth? Again, we have to look at both sides. There is a middle ground. There is a perfectly custom number for each and every person out there. We have to find that magic number, apply it to your situation, and create efficiency now and in the future. And you, you talked about contributing to a Roth IRA or, and opening a Roth. That's a fairly simple process, but you can help us. Oh, without a doubt. Roths are my favorite accounts. And unfortunately, only 35% only of us, Steve, take advantage of these tax-free vehicles. So it, it, and a lot of it is just not understanding. You know, you go to work, you get your new job, they give you the paperwork, they say, fill it out. You're, you know, you're excited about the new job. The last thing you're thinking about is 20 years down the road in your retirement. So you click your pre-tax, you start dumping money in. You're not even sure if you're getting a tax benefit off what you're putting in. That's where we want to come in. How do we open up a Roth account? It's very simple. Sure. Um, most of our listeners know we use Schwab as our custodian. Opening up an application for our clients is simple. It takes about five seconds. Now you have a holding tank for that after tax. And a Roth IRA is very special because remember, those contributions don't have those special rules attached like a 401k, like an IRA. You can get at those contributions tax-free, penalty-free at any time. So what a great way to establish a secondary savings plan that if maybe you over contribute that extra 1%, Steve, you can get it back out without taxes and penalties. Ooh. Roths only, the rules really only 
only apply to the earnings, the earnings inside that create that huge tax-free benefit when it comes time to spend this money. Roths are incredible. Is it a good fit for you? That's what my job is as an advisor, to make sure you have that balance on those tax labels so you have multiple asset pools to pick from when you need to take money out in retirement and Uncle Sam isn't the biggest guy in your situation in retirement. We want to remove him. Sure. And uh, if you're 59 and a half and still working and you've got a, a hefty balance in that 401k, well, let's talk about some options. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Look, the, the penalty is gone. So that 10% early withdrawal penalty applies to people that are under age 59 and a half. And there is a, a special IRS code 72T that can allow you to avoid that penalty if you take a like amount over a period of five years or till you hit 59 and a half, whichever is uh, less, excuse me. So, you know, understanding that, that there are rules that we can try and avoid, but that doesn't apply to everyone's situation. So going forward, when we're looking at, you know, Roth contributions, when we're looking at IRA contributions, the tax man really dictates what we're going to do. I want to create those dollars that are efficient now and in the future. And in order to do that, Steve, we really have to understand the client situation. Yes, 800-930-5905. That will get you started with Joe. And uh, really, we're talking about building our retirement accounts. And, and again, there's a lot of folks, I know a lot of folks have the 401k, but there's a lot that don't. And, and how do we begin that process? Well, I think that's a, another great point. Look, a, a 401k, you know, a workplace plan is fantastic because it mm -hmm. helps people to save. I think our savings levels would be even worse in this country if we didn't have those workplace plans because they make it real easy to save. I love the 401k as accumulation vehicle, but it's not the only thing out there. We have a lot of business owners that listen to this show. You know, setting up a retirement plan for your business can be one of the, the biggest benefits that you can create for yourself, um, whether it's a SEP, whether it's a simple, whether it's a solo 401k for a mom and pop or a husband and wife, these contribution limits are sky high and allow you to really defer and it creates something for your employees to help you with retention. So there is so many benefits to go through, but understanding there's just not one size fits all when it comes to retirement planning. There's multiple retirement plans out there. What is a cash balance plan? Is that something that's good for you? You know, what is a SEP? These are the things that we do with our clients, specifically business owners I'm focusing on now because it can get really convoluted. And most business owners, Steve, they're going from thing to thing to thing. They're in the middle of the grind. The last thing they're thinking about is tax labels or retirement plans. That's right. where we come in. Well, and again, you mentioned taxes, and we've got we've to talk about taxes. We all know that they're not going to be going down anytime soon. Um, I would probably, if I was a gambling man, um, I would say that tax rates are headed up in the future. And remember, 2026 is, is a landmark date. So January 1st, 2026, that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act from 2017 is set to sunset. Um, we have historically low tax rates. I know it doesn't feel like that, guys, but if we revert to those old tax brackets, that's when tax pain can really start showing. So you want to get tax efficiency now. That's why there has been a mad dash to do Roth conversion, Steve, especially for some of our higher income earners, because they know down the road, the likeliness of becoming a target of the IRS for high net worth, high income earners is greater and greater. So take the bull by the horns now, create a plan for yourself, create tax efficiency for yourself, but you got to start now. Exactly. And folks, that you can start by making a phone call, 800-930-5905. And we just need to keep saving. And, and that's really what it comes down to. I think folks that, that started saving early and, and just kept it up and kept it up and kept it up, I mean, that... That really is the inspiration for, for all of us. Yeah, it starts with discipline and then it becomes habit. You know, not every habit has to be a bad habit, Steve. I think there, there might be a you know connotation out there that habits mm -hmm. are all bad. No, there's good habits too. And saving is a really good habit. And what we see for people that have amassed, you know, large piles of money through saving, they have done it their whole life. You know, they, this isn't something they just, you know, turned the page one year and said, you know what, I'm going to start saving now. There's people that do that. But the largest wealth piles that we see are from disciplined savers that figured out a way to take their excess cash, avoid the temptation of spending. And the temptations are everywhere. There are billboards, bright lights, things flashing out of saying, buy me, buy me, buy me. Just remember the next time you buy a luxury purchase or something just for yourself, you are robbing your future self. 
I am not saying by any means, guys, do not enjoy life and do not enjoy some of the things that are out there, but just be very careful. Make sure your future self has been paid before you take care of yourself. I think that's a grand idea. Joe, and let's go ahead and invite folks to call and uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And we're going to do the next 10 callers. Real easy conversation with me, Joe Murphy, this fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. We are not a one-size-fit-all shop. We are not a cookie-cutter shop. That's why we want to begin this with a conversation. I want to know what you're after. What are those burning questions that have been bothering you? And why do you want to change? What is the catalyst? Those are the things that we can start as our launching point in our conversation to see if we can get you going in the right direction to attack and conquer those goals. Steve's going to give you our number. You're going to be connected to our friendly receptionist, and they're going to book that 15-minute introduction phone call with me. We're going to have a fun conversation, and I guarantee you, you're going to walk away from that call learning more than you did before we talked. So Steve, give our listeners that magic number, and we'll get to work. 800-930-5905. That is the number. And it's a chance to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's an excellent chance for you to have a true practical financial review. If you've never done it before, there's no time like the present. Don't procrastinate any longer. Simply give Joe a call. 800-930-5905. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that he just described, plus all the extras. And there's no cost. There's no obligation. And when you walk out, you're going to have a roadmap that will help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So in short, you got nothing to lose. 800-930-5905. Again, 800-930-5905. A quick break for us. We've got more to talk about on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy right after this. When we come back, we are going to tackle some listener questions. All that right after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. Joe Murphy's here. I'm Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, at mwmfinancial.tax. That's Murphy Wealth Management. mwmfinancial.tax is the website. And I haven't mentioned that, but you've got a lot of great tools in there. I think so, Steve. You know, we've really uh, we've really focused on building that website because it's our, our community resource for all our clients, listeners, everyone out there that maybe just wants to get enlightened or learn a little bit or get educated. There's a ton of information on there. There's a lot of resources. It's a very comprehensive website, and it allows people to go on there without having to have a conversation, without having to to be like, oh my gosh, is this you know is this what I really want to do? Do I want to talk to someone? No, it's really non-invasive, and that's why we like. It. We wanted to put that out there. As a fiduciary, you can depend on that information. So, you know, having that out there, Steve, it's been a benefit. We get a lot of compliments on it, and I'm happy, but we're constantly trying to improve it to get more up-to-date information on there. So that's a constant work, you know, running a firm and, and making sure that everything's updated. So we try and tackle that, you know, each quarter we try and review it, make sure we're up-to-date, and try and get some information out there that can help people make good decisions with their money. Sure. And uh, I'm going to mention this as well, folks. If you want a if you want a day brightener, if you want a smile, go visit their their Facebook page. That's uh, Murphy Wealth Management. Look at it. Look for it on Facebook. You know, sign up or not sign up, but just subscribe. And uh, and again, because you put a lot of stuff out there. I know you're not a, a big social media guy, but you provide the information. I'm not. I was uh, like I said, I missed the the technology. I'm I'm 50 years old, so a lot of my buddies still they were with the you know they loved the video games and, and oh, yeah. graduated. To the computers, I kind of just like veered away from that <laughs> when I was younger until I was forced to like in really in, in college is when I really started doing, you know, a lot of more computer work. But, I, you know, I like to be outside. I like to run in the woods. I didn't want to be anywhere near anything to have me sit down in front of it. Sure. But they become a part of our life. Look how much has changed, Steve, since, you know, 2000, since 1990. Computers have become a part of our life. Look at social media. Look at what social media has done. Social media, if you just think about, you know, the last election, what role did social media play in that election? It is part of our life. And now, Steve, with the advent of artificial intelligence, I mean, the sky's the limit with technology. Again, this isn't my forte, 
But I will tell you, I can see and appreciate the impact of a revolution. Right now, it's like the Wild West, mm -hmm. but things are starting to really come together. I guarantee you the things that they're releasing to us, they're probably 50 years ahead with what's going on in the labs. Kind of scary to think how far they're developing it. But what's re being released right now is interesting. You know, I've been on the chat GPT. It, it's crazy how well it writes. You know, if you oh, didn't know it, it was coming from a computer, you would think that someone actually took the time and wrote this. It's crazy. And it's only going to get bigger and become a bigger part of our lives. You know, if you're not a technology person like me, maybe that creates a little uncomfortableness. It's like, okay, this is going to run my life. As long as I have freedom and I can make my own choices, I'm good. But when that gets taken away, that's when we'll have some problems. Exactly. I meant to mention earlier, um, let's see, there's a big uh, rivalry coming up. It's Pitt versus Duke. Oh, yes, that is, uh, that's is—that's going to be tonight, so this show will air after. Um, yeah. I love my Panthers. We got some young kids over there, but I will tell you this. Duke is always a big challenge, so sure. I'll be glued to that tonight and ready to rock and roll. Krzyzewski or no Krzyzewski, they're still Doesn't Duke. Doesn't matter. They're still Duke. Still Duke, big challenge, but it would be a heck of a win for my Panthers. We'll see what happens. All right, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's see. Let's jump into some of these questions before we run out of time sure. here. Uh, Gwen has a question. She says, what are some ways to minimize tax liability? Well, Gwen, that is an excellent question and one for my partner and wife, Amber. Amber is an enrolled agent with the IRS and she's a tax code expert. Her role in this firm, Gwen, is to create tax efficiency, whether it's a transaction, whether it's a portfolio, whether it's a big move, purchasing a business or purchasing a new house. We want tax efficiency at the forefront. There is absolutely zero reason. Look, the tax code is in writing. There is zero reason not to take advantage of tax code. You just have to understand the rules. That's where Amber comes in. So minimizing tax liability for you, you know, we talked about the Roth IRA. What is better than tax-free, guys? It doesn't get much better than that. So tax-free, you're really looking at an HSA, which is a health savings account. You're looking at a Roth IRA, and then you're looking at life insurance cash value. Three outlets that you can create tax-free cash on growth. Guys, on growth, not, you know, this is the biggie. So you, you put the magic ingredient of time in there, plus tax-free, now you got something. So instead of dumping that money, Gwen, into an IRA or into a, a 401k, you're, you're diverting this to a Roth and create, you're creating a pile of money that Uncle Sam cannot touch. That is huge, guys. And I know a lot of our retirees that are forced to take RMDs are in a situation where now they're forced to take this qualified money. It's taxes ordinary income. You know, in Indiana, we have to pay state taxes. Illinois, you guys don't. But you still have the tax man determining his share of your money at a future date. I don't like that. The Roth allows you to sidestep that and get him out of the picture. The tax efficiency or the tax deduction on the IRA, you want to put in what's going to benefit you now. You don't want to put over in because Uncle Sam is going to play too big of a role on that income down the road. So those are the things that we want to really discuss when we're building your plan, Gwen, is how to create those diversified tax labels to give you option when it comes time to actually spend this money. So give us a call, Gwen. Happily help you out. Answer your questions and see if we can get you going. 800-930-5905. That is the number. Gwen, give us a call. Eli has a question, says, if I want to be safe with my money, where do I invest and how do I schedule a time to discuss this further? Well, just call Joe for goodness yeah, sake. Yeah, call me, Eli. <laughs> we'll hook you up. There's so many different options out there. One of the biggest ones with about $5 trillion that has migrated itself is into money market accounts. Uh, money market accounts are wildly popular right now because of the seven-day yield is well over 5%. Just remember, guys, when you see that seven-day yield, that doesn't mean what you're guaranteed for the year. That's just the average return of that money market over seven days and multiplied by 365. So there's no guarantee on money markets. We like U.S. Treasuries, nearly risk-free, so you could call that safer money. Um, but you're guaranteed the, the yield, whether you do a T-bill, a uh, short-term treasury, which is going to be purchased at a discount, and guaranteed to mature at that face. So if you buy a $100,000 T-bill for $97,000 and it's a 30-day, that would be a really crazy yield. But if you did that and it matured at $100,000, that three grand is your yield. You are making that no like clockwork, like clockwork. And treasury yields are huge right now. We like the sure. treasury market. We do like money markets for parking. Annuities are fantastic safe money. Think about this for a second. 
There is five-year little annuities that are just designed as growth, Eli. And what they do is they index against certain indices inside the annuity with zero risk. So you can get potential upside market returns without any risk on a short-term chassis. I love these things as a hedge to my equity positions because instead of going into bonds, this gives me buoyancy, but I still have the upside and it works as a hedge. Why? Because there is zero risk, no market risk in these things. Lots of options, Eli. What fits you? Give us a call. We'll get you hooked up. 800-930-5905. And uh, Fitz has a question. Fitz says, I'm well into retirement age, although still working and have my nest egg of about $500,000 invested entirely in stocks. But I'm getting worried about the future of the economy and the market. Should I transfer everything to a safer environment? Well, Fitz, yes. It's not yes is the answer to the question, but yes, this is something common that we see. Um, you know, what got you to this point may not be what you want to take you through the rest of your life because of the element that we were just talking about to Eli, risk. You know, risk is the biggest outlier. We don't know which way this market's going to go, especially over the next couple of years. It's anybody's guess. The best analysts in the world are wrong. You know, they're right two times a day like a clock. But right. they're wrong more than, more than they're right for a reason, because the market is predictably unpredictable. So you are rolling the dice a little bit. But with that risk, you also get potential reward. Now, if you're relying on this money as your nest egg for income, um, you definitely don't want to take the, that type of risk. You want to make sure that the assets that you're purchasing in that portfolio um, have good income balance sheets, have good income statements. You're looking at the price to earnings. You understand that you have good stocks because nothing, nothing in this world fits tanks harder than a stock with poor financials. They go <laughs> shroom down. Yeah. You don't want that. But there's lots of different options. And we can look at a split concept where we do hedge 50% with that annuity, that little five-year to get that upside. And then on the other side, it allows you to get a little bit more aggressive because you have a hedge without having to worry about bonds. So you get equity on both sides, but you have risk protection on one. Again, fits an option, but something to take a look at. Sure. All right, Fitz, 800-930-5905. And let's see, we've got time for one more. Let's do Darlene. Uh, take uh, Darlene's question. Darlene says, I recently opened my first brokerage account, but I'm worried uh, I'll make some rookie mistakes. What are some common mistakes beginning investors make so I can be sure to avoid them? Darlene, excellent, excellent question. And congratulations on opening up your very first brokerage account. Hopefully, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wish some, some trading good juju over there. So hopefully, it comes to you, Darlene, and you rock and roll. But what are some common mistakes that, that we see with, with brokerage accounts or new investors? Picking your stocks. You know, look, that's going to fuel your portfolio. That's going to fuel your brokerage account. How do you pick the stocks? avoid online. <laughs> and that's the best that I can say is do not take advice from someone that you don't know. Um, you don't know what their intentions are. Some of the worst stock picks that we've seen um, from clients that have come to us after the fact have been, hey, you know what? I read this online or I read this article and they're saying, you know what? This is guaranteed 10 bagger. This is absolutely going to explode. Remember all the gold bugs, Steve? Oh, um, gosh, yes. Two, three months ago. I mean, it was rampant. They had people convinced that the, the dollar is absolutely going to wipe out. They had people convinced gold was going to go to 20,000. A <laughs> lot of people went into those gold IRAs and and they took the chop and now they're down. And, you know, can gold absolutely rip from here? I'm not saying it can't. But again, going all in or getting swayed into a decision by, you know, someone that you don't know that maybe doesn't have your best interest. That's why if you are going to do this on your own, you need to understand the fundamentals of a company. You need to be able to analyze them. And if you're not comfortable with that, Darlene, a fiduciary is always going to give it to you straight. So that is a great starting point for you. But the mix that you put in that brokerage account is going to be the biggest fuel. It needs the most attention. All right, uh, there you go, uh, Darlene. Let's go ahead and call 800-930-5905. Joe, we got a break. Absolutely. So next 10 callers, guys, you know the drill by now. Um, fiduciary financial advisor, and I am in your ear right now, and I want to have a conversation with you. I want to understand why you need to talk. What is going on in your financial life? You know, what can we do to get you to where you want to be? You're going to be connected with our friendly reception. They're going to schedule a 15 minute phone call with me. And we are going to see if we can get you going where you want to be. Steve, give them that magic number and we'll get to work. 
800-930-5905. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. Again, no cost, no obligation. You can find out about how much risk you're taking and help you put together a lifetime retirement income plan. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Quick break. We're back. Another segment to go right here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. When we come back, we are going to discuss the Social Security Risk Score and how can you can get your very own score to see if you are susceptible to potential reductions in 2034 right after this. We are back on Wealth Health Radio. Joe Murphy is here. I'm Steve Siddall. We have been having a great show. Talked a lot about the future, a lot about 2024, Joe, and yeah. and how we're going to sort of make make things different. Um, so before we dig into the whole risk score, um, what could we learn from 2023 that can apply in 2024? <laughs> that's a great that's a great question um you know it's experience it's going through you know i think what we saw is a lot of the talking heads um out there and i'm including the the federal reserve in that mm-hmm. really were off the mark um and i think it, it caused a lot of investors to make rash decisions listening to the talking heads and i think now a lot of people that are either investing on their own or institutionally investing they're staying in their lane you know they're really looking at fundamentals and i think 2024 is back to the basics i think there's a bright future um in the, in the market here but it, it all depends on what your goals are you know you don't want to expose your money to risk unnecessarily but to me looking at 2024 i think there's some some bright ideas. I think AI could be an absolute game changer uh, for this market. And I think, you know, as long as these jobs stay where they're at, uh, maybe we do have the soft landing, which would be absolutely phenomenal for this country. So, you know, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of tension, um, there's a lot of division. And if I looked at 2023, that would be the thing that I think I regret the most about our population here in America is the division. I hate that for us. I really yeah, do. Too. And what I'm trying to do is is see if we can find a common ground, a common bridge to get us all working. Because remember, we the people hold the power. You know, we decide, we dictate, and us infighting and us going back and forth is allowing the status quo to continue. And I think until we decide to join hands as people and communities, it's going to be the same and same again. But I think 2024 is the year that we, the people, wake up and we join hands and we dictate what happens in this country. That's the way it's supposed to be. Our government works for us. I love that, Joe. Well said. And so let's talk about risk. You mentioned that a couple times. And let's talk about the risk score when it comes to Social Security, because, I mean, that is something people need to be aware of because it's uh, it seems like it could happen. It's definitely going to happen. And if there's no action, that's the biggie is what is our government going to do? That's the big question. But look, the Social Security Administration has already disclosed. This is out there. This isn't something Joe Murphy saying. This is something that's out there. The future, they've disclosed that future reductions to Social Security benefits are not just possible, they're probable. And here's why, guys. We have a 23% reduction um, looking at in 2034. Where do we get that 23% of overall benefits being reduced at that year? Remember how Social Security is paid out. So if you're a beneficiary right now, 77% of that benefit check that you receive is covered through current payroll taxes. The other 23%, ding, 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 is taken from the Old Age and Survivors Trust Fund. That trust fund that is supplementing payroll taxes to pay out these current benefits is scheduled to deplete to zero, not to 100 million, not to 10 billion, to zero in 2033-2034. There's a little bit of contention back and forth which year it's actually going to happen, but just plan on it's going to be down to zero unless the government steps in and prints money and just replenishes it, which could happen, but inflation would go insane. Um, We're looking at this reduction. We want to plan for it. Um, What is Social Security going to do? Um, They know that a large, large, large segment of our population depends on this for retirement income. It's a very valuable source to a lot of retirees. A lot of people depend on this, Steve, to make their life go. And if you take 20% away from someone's income, there's going to be problems. So they know they need to address it. But the fact is, what are they going to do? 
The last time we had something like this, Steve, was back in 1983. Um, there was a backdoor deal, Ronald Reagan, Tip O'Neill. I've, I've covered this uh, before on the show. Um, but, you know, they got it done. They raised the retirement age. And I think we're probably going to see something similar here. But the situation now is much more dire than it was in 1983. So the same fixes may not work. We will most likely see a raise in the retirement age. And we will also most likely see what's called means testing. Steve, have you heard of means testing? I have heard of means testing. It's uh, how they uh, determine how much Medicare Part B you pay. That is absolutely correct. And if you make too much money, they ding you. Um, um, with that surcharge and that surcharge, you can be paying for two years. Little caveat here, guys, little hint. If you do get nailed with a surcharge, you can appeal after one year. Make sure you do that because the IRS, they don't want to do that to us. Right. <laughs> right. But, but you can all you can always appeal after that first year. Like if you maybe made a mistake and took like a big qualified withdrawal and it puts you into that Medicaid sur or Medicare surcharge, you can actually appeal that. Now, if your income's just that high you're going to be paying out on that Medicare. But means testing, to go back to it, is just what Steve said. It is absolutely a limit based on your income level. And if you're hitting over a certain threshold, your benefits will most likely be reduced. So we're looking at a combination um, of possible fixes, but all of them don't look really good. And there's no one solution that's going to fit all. So what are we doing as advisors, Steve? We are planning for it. Again, just like New Year's resolutions that we talked about at the beginning of the show, you have to understand the why. You know, why is this going to affect us? How is this going to affect us? These are the questions that you should be asking. Am I going to be relying on my retirement income, maybe 50, 60, 70 percent as Social Security is the as the source? And if that's the answer and you say, you know what, Social Security is going to be a big part of my retirement, you want to pay close attention to this because this could impact you. But the very first thing that we need to do is we need to establish if this is going to affect you. Not everyone is most likely going to be affected, but who is? That's why we developed the Social Security Risk Score. That okay. Social Security Risk Score is AI-driven. It's very non-invasive. And Steve, it's allowing people to see if they are even at risk. Don't worry about a problem if it's not going to affect you, but you have the opportunity to see if you are in the likelihood that these potential reductions could impact or derail your retirement. And again, you can begin the process, Joe, by visiting mwmfinancial.tax. It's right there on the website under the resources tab. I am so extremely proud of, of our website people, and we put this thing together, and we wanted to release it. And we're one of the few advisors out there that are actually doing these risk scores. Oh, um, I know I, you are. I think it's <laughs> I talk to advisors all over the country, and yeah, I don't and, hear this anywhere well, but it, here. It's a hot button, Steve. People are concerned, and, and they should be. But you want to know, am I at risk? Is my situation at risk? Is my family at risk? I want to know those things, and that's why we put this together. But if you go to our website, mwmfinancial.tax, T-A-X, like tax return. When you go there, there is a tab called Resources. You're going to click on that resource, and you're going to see Social Security Risk Score. This just came out, Steve, on Monday. So this is brand spanking new. Right. Hopefully there's no kinks in here. But it gives you a little bit of breakdown, some interesting data that you can take a look at. But also, more importantly, it allows you to get your risk score. The risk score is so, so simple. It takes five minutes to get done. And you will be emailed a four-page comprehensive report on your situation, on your numbers, and we can see if you are at risk. And if you're not, I'm going to be the first to tell you, congratulations, this is one less thing that you need to worry about right. in 2024 and beyond. I love right. those calls. But if it is a risk, we have potential solutions that can help you avoid this. And yes, they have already developed financial vehicles to help offset potential Social Security reductions in the wow. future. Steve, I know there's one. If Social Security is reduced by 3% or more, you can activate a benefit base that will more than cover your reduction of Social Security. Think about that for a second. It's an umbrella. Steve, you know, you own a house. Let's just say I have a million dollar house. Okay. I might spend what? $4,000 on insurance to protect that house, right? Yes. So, but what are we doing to protect our retirements? You know, the, what are we doing? Not a lot. And this is an opportunity to protect a very viable threat with something that can make sure that it doesn't look at you. 
it, it bypasses you and moves on to the next person, let their social security reduction go. But you that are listening to this radio show, you have an opportunity to determine, number one, if you are at risk, and number two, with Murphy Wealth, we can help you formulate a plan to make sure that this tragic reduction does not affect you or your family. And no, there's no cost for this, right? Absolutely no cost, no obligation. Steve, you'll see a lot of the stuff we do at this firm. We're not we're not one of those, you know, fee for everything, charge for everything. Right, right. I'm an educator. You know, I'm a real guy. You know, I, I grew up in community, you know, and, and I believed in, you know, the people that I'm around and the people that we can help. But the most important thing to me is education. I don't want to make decisions for my clients. That's not what I want to do. What I want to do is educate them so they do understand the decision that's in front of them. I think that's the most important. And what we strive to do at this firm, Steve, is to educate. I think that's where it becomes critical so you can understand how is this going to impact me and what can I do? And that's where we come in to offer potential solutions to help you sidestep some of these common threats and uncommon threats in the case of Social Security that could impact you and your future. That's all this is about. So there's no obligation no cost. This report is yours. You can read it. You can print it out. You can take it. You can analyze it. You can study it. And if you want to learn more, you can set up an appointment with us. We will help you through this. But that is the way that we like to do things, Steve. Not, you know, we're charging $59.95 for this. Right. We want this no obligation. We want to get this word out there so more people in our communities are prepared if this does come to fruition. So folks can reach out to the website, mwmfinancial.tax, or they can just call us here. Yeah, they can absolutely call us here right on okay. the show and, and they'll be connected and we will set up that 15-minute call and it'll probably take more like five minutes to get your report out to you. But happy to meet all of you guys and want to get these risk scores out. So please feel free to give us a call and we'll get you the information ASAP. Sure. Joe, let's wrap it up. Let's uh, let's invite folks to call one last time. I know we've been talking about it, but let's put it together one more time. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And next 10 callers, we are going to do a Social Security risk score. So if you are interested in getting your own very own risk score report, that four-page comprehensive report, Steve's going to give you that number. You call into the show, and we will set up that five-minute call with me. I just need to collect some very basic um, non-secure or non-security uh, data from you. So we don't even need date of birth. I just need year of birth. Um, just some real basic information so we can let our programming run away with this and get you the information that you need. So, Steve, give them that magic number. We will get to work. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. And again, that's all it takes to get you started on that Social Security risk score. Yes, find out. 800-930-5905. There's no cost. There's no obligation to help you get there. And you can find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, tax implications down the line, and generating income from your retirement savings. Those are all key elements to a successful retirement plan. But again, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. You need to know this. 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. Joe, one of my favorite hours of the week. It just goes by so quickly, but I love all the information. You know, Steve, it's always a pleasure to talk. And, you know, hopefully our radio listeners learned a little bit today. And, of course, we are here to answer any of those secondary questions. So everyone have a great week. Let's make 2024 awesome, guys. Talk to you all soon. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 